Relax. You're quite safe here. <laughs> Good evening, and welcome to Rock Welcome to Rock Strikes 10, the show guaranteed to always give you 10 songs, no more, no less. My name is Joey. My name is Chris. Hey, Chris. Hey, Joey. Hey, yeah, ready for part six? I'm ready. Are you ready? I am ready. Are for those ready? of you who aren't ready, if you're not ready, if you're like, well, part six, what? What is this, a bad <laughs> Bill Cosby movie? No, no, this is not the first. Yeah, a little bit of, you know, I can make, uh, this is the only Bill Cosby joke you're going to hear that doesn't involve rape. <laughs> well, it just did. Well, this show is off to a great that, yeah. start. Uh, but for those of you that like, what, what the hell's going on? First of all, they're already tuned out. This is their first episode. We're out of here. Hey, we're, we're done. Click. They promised me rock and roll. Can you click on a computer, though, like a podcast? Uh, I don't know. Fast forward. But yeah. uh, you're on part six. Go back to part one. So go back five more episodes. And we're doing the 80 from 80, which is 80 songs from the year 1980 that Chris has uh, been given and ranked in order of his opinion. And it's been a lot of fun so far. Some surprises. And uh, I'm sure they will continue here on this list. The music keeps getting better, in his opinion. In my opinion. So... Why waste time? What number are we at, Chris? Number 30. All right. The top 30. Yes, top 30. And this song, I think everybody out there, listening or not listening, will recognize this song. Because it's very famous. I put something that obvious on the list? Yeah. That's that's not like me. But it's from a band that I think most of their songs are going to be pretty obvious and famous. Okay. So this is ACDC with You Shook Me All Night Long. Oh, yeah. And I I did put this on the list. There's there's other stuff on Back in Black, like such as the title track or, you know, Shoot to Thrill or Mm -hmm. something like that. Uh, but it's just one of those. I, I wanted to see where it, where, where it kind of happened yeah. upon Chris's list, and it's one of those songs that gets played all the time, every yeah. day, all day. And for some reason, I never tune it out. I'm never, yeah. I never get sick of it. It's just one of those songs. Yeah, this is one of the. This might be the actually most recognizable song on this entire thing. Very possible. And it's, but it's, it's still a good song. Oh like, yeah, I'll still listen to it. Yeah, so here you go. Obviously, it's number 30. <laughs> yeah, it's number 30. So, kicking off the show here in fine fashion, says Australia's finest ACDC with You Shook Me, and in parentheses, all night long, right? Okay. Yeah, sure.
Maybe another reason why I never get sick of that song, Chris, is I think mm. of the video and I think of that row of girls on exercise bikes. <laughs> okay, but that that could be yeah. some of it. But yeah, the song sure is uh... the song holds it on its own, yeah. no doubt. But there you go, ACDC. Yeah, and I have a few like connections to it too, like other than just being famous and played on the radio constantly. Like it's the the closing song of the Russ Martin show, which is oh, yeah, a, yeah. a local uh, talk radio like institution. He's been on the ra- on the air for yeah. like years and years and years and years. So, yeah, I met him a couple of times. Yeah, and he he uses this as his outro song. Yeah, yeah. So and actually, this is like one of the first songs I remember back in high school when I was learning to play guitar. This is it's, the GCD factor. Yeah, it's yeah. easy. So yeah. it was one of the first songs I learned to play on guitar. I think it's the first song you played for me on the guitar. Is it? Yeah, I'm right. almost positive. Right. But uh, that is from the best-selling hard rock album of all time. Back in Black's a double diamond winner. One of like maybe six albums, that, uh, if that, that have a double diamond, which is 20 million plus. I believe at last check, it's like around the 28, 29 million marks. It's, mm. it's getting. It's it's like the third or fourth best-selling album of all time uh, and it's the best-selling hard rock album ever it's just like cool. as far as heavier rock goes yeah. so um i was just talking about this on rock and roll the other day but the, the best-selling metal album of all time is the black album by metallica mm-hmm. yeah but acdc is the that hard rock institution and I, I love that they're in the top five selling albums ever and i mean the whole like what they went into when they started that record it's amazing what back in black has done because it's the first album after bon scott died and who even knew if the new singer would be accepted and the whole and not only was he accepted it was bigger yeah like and highway to hell was no slouch it it did like probably like four or five million or something yeah (laughs) i mean it's at least double or triple that at this point but back back in black is just it's just it's an anomaly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Meat and potatoes, man. It's just that's just yeah. that's what it is. Yeah. It's a working class album. Exactly. All right. Coming up next, <laughs> number twenty nine. Uh, this song, it's it's iconic for me. I'm probably sure for a lot of other people as well. It's probably not the most technically great song on the list, mm-hmm. but I love it. Okay. This is the waitresses with I Know What Boys Like. Ah, yes. I remember the first time I played this song for you, and you're like, what is this? Yeah. <laughs> this is forever. Yeah. It was like 20 years ago when yeah, I played yeah. this song for you. But, uh, yeah, now it's number 29 on your list. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a super fun song. It's one of those, you think, or I think of the 80s, I think of this song. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, this was in uh, one of the weirdest 80s movies i've ever seen the last american virgin mm. have you ever seen that movie it's been a while but yeah yeah what a freaking weird i mean it's not weird it's just sad yeah like the whole movie is like super sad yeah. and they keep trying to make it a screwball comedy right. and, it, and it always ends up in just tragedy yeah and even the i don't want to spoil it but it's it's a weird movie yeah. like it's it's not like one of those Steve Savage movies where th- weird things happen, like Better Off Dead and, right. and One Crazy Summer. But it's it has that feel, but it never gets to the the lighthearted part that makes it <laughs> right. like enjoyable. Yeah, that's the American release, version. Is just yeah. a sad movie. Right. It tries so hard to make you laugh, and it's it's like real life. You think you're gonna get laid? You think you get laid? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Not at all. Not even close. <laughs> and then you go home and you cry in the car. 
but that's what I think of when I hear this song. It's the only, maybe the only fun you, part you, of the you're movie. Very specific about that that sequence of events. It seemed like well, that's that's the movie. Yeah, yeah. That's not okay. my personal life. Or oh, anything. okay. Yeah, no, 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 no. Uh, but that all being said, here's one of the two recognizable waitresses songs, the other being Christmas Wrapping. Mm-hmm. Uh, but here you go. I know what boys like. I know what boys like. I know what guys want. I know what boys like. I got what boys like. I know what boys like. I know what guys want. I see them looking. There you go, the waitresses with the late Patty Donahue on vocals. I know what boys like. Uh, the initial release of that song was in 1980. Got re-released two years later. Then it became a hit, hmm. which is the case for uh, a decent amount of songs in the 80s, which yeah. I always am fascinated by. The whole like, at least somebody didn't give up on it, right? And someone saw something in it and just kept at it. Like whether you're in the band or whether you're a manager or whether you're maybe even a label person. Label yeah. people have souls too sometimes. Do yeah, I remember, I think the other one that was, like, big like that was uh, that took forever to become a hit 
was that that new shoes song that I like so much. I can't wait. Hmm. Which like was a hit in the mid '80s, but it was like as old as like the late '70s. Oh, really? <laughs> it's like they kept, well, they kept kind of remixing it as yeah. the years went on, yeah. like trying to push it. So they never gave up on it. Good for them. That's cool. Probably bought them a house or something. <laughs> but uh, uh, from New Shoes, back to the waitresses. All right, and there you go, Patty Donahue. Like I said, the late Patty Donahue. She died uh, about uh, 20 years ago. Hmm. And for those of you Alice Cooper fans, like I am, she actually guest vocals on Zipper Catches Skin. Uh, but she guest vocals on the song called I Like Girls, if you're interested in going to check that out. That's one of Alice's kind of, you know, uh, underrated new wave albums that mm. I like so much, actually. So. Nice. All right. Still haven't heard from Alice yet, and I know he had something out in the 80s, so I'm going to yep. tease that. Yep. But what we got next, Chris? Uh, up next, I think we mentioned, well, I, th- I think I kind of alluded to this song on one of the previous episodes because this song was covered I know pretty famously by another band later on this is Am I Evil by Diamond Head ah yes going back to the new wave of British heavy metal like we visited with Girls School and even Iron Maid on a few Mm. episodes ago Judas Priest and Diamond Head ranking very high here yeah nice and Metallica covered like two Diamond Head songs they liked them so much yeah uh, so very cool. This this is fun. I know I, I played this a couple of years ago on the show mm-hmm. of songs that people would know the covers, made yeah. the originals, kind of like I did with Nice Boys by Rose right. Tattoo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, this is a good one right here. So what would you think of uh, this original version, Chris? I know it's not as heard as Metallica's version. I like it as much or more. I mean, yeah, yeah. It's pretty. I'm, it's pretty by the book as far as what they yeah. wound up doing with yeah. it. So. I mean, I'm really familiar with the Metallica version, um, but this one, I I think it's as good. Yeah, so here you go. Check it out. Some Diamond Head for you here on Rock Strikes 10.
right, from the Lightning to the Nations record, that was Am I Evil by Diamond Head. You say Diamond Head to metal fans, and they're like, yeah, that band. But when you say Diamond Head to a lot of other people, they think of like this really beautiful spot in Hawaii. So I just like oh. the contradiction of that it means two different things to sure. different people. Yeah. So anyway, there you go. I, I, I'm almost going to guess that we have something completely different next. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um... <laughs> Next up is at number 27. This is Elvis Costello with High Fidelity. Oh, one of my, not only one of the best songs of the 80s, one of my favorite songs ever. Yeah. I mean, just, oh. I mean, Elvis is always good, but, you know, when you're young and hungry and everything, God, yeah. he was on such a roll then and yeah. just eloquent and angry the way yeah. I like him. Yeah, exactly. So, so why waste time? Here's a little High Fidelity by Elvis Costello. there you go from his uh, more r&b inspired uh, into what some people say what might be a calculated move but if you know the story behind that uh, go read the booklet that he wrote in the rhino reissue but that was the great high fidelity by the great elvis costello i remember the the vinyl of it actually has a worn look it's got the because it has an r&b looking cover and a mm-hmm. 60s looking cover and it looks like the you know the circle of the album that would wear out yeah on the thing he, that's like there already intentional yeah so it's very retro looking in itself I and mean, he has that the retro sticker that's like you know 
you know, 12 great hits or something like that. Yeah. On, but the, every time they kept reissuing it, they kept changing the sticker on the print. So, uh, like, when they got to Ryko, it was like, 18 great songs yeah. or something like that. So it gets to Rhino, and you look on the back, with the two discs, there's 30 freaking bonus tracks on this <laughs> thing, Chris. That's why I, I show for Rhino a lot, but the Elvis Costello Rhinos... It's probably one of the best, if not the best, reissue catalog I've ever seen. So yeah. much I have them all now, nice. and I spent years hunting down because they went out of print real quick. Right, but fifty great songs on the sticker <laughs> on the one I have—it's ridiculous. Uh, That's awesome. Yeah. How yeah. much? How many songs were on the original release? Uh, I don't know. Let Ooh. me see here. I'm gonna pull it out here. This is great. We're, we're live here. Okay. Oh yeah. So okay. So the original album is twenty songs. Okay. Well, that's still a lot. Because they're short songs. Like yeah. High Fidelity is a short song. Yeah. Uh, I can't stand up. It's a short song. But yeah. So it even has the wear and tear on the back oh, cover. Yeah. You can see yeah. it there. Yeah. So there's the the center ring that's right cool. there. But yeah. Fifty great hits right there. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I know there's like an alternate version of High Fidelity, if not on here on another. One. I mean, why wouldn't it be on here? But yeah, it's a live version. It completely rearranges the whole song. Yeah. Like he just likes doing that. I That's just cool. saw him this year uh, on acoustic. He was doing an acoustic tour, basically. And it's just him, you know, and uh, just kind of playing and sometimes rearranging, sometimes just, you know, just playing acoustic. But right. I'll go see him any chance I get. But good stuff there. One of, in my top five of those Costello songs, not sure where it ranks, but I know number one is always going to be Man at a Time. Yeah. And then no action after that. See? High Fidelity number three. Okay, I just did my top three. <laughs> uh, I'm going to lock that in right now. Is, it, is that um, official? That's official, and then right. we'll just move on. All right. Well, moving on. Uh, this next band, I'm familiar with the band. Not as familiar with their songs, I guess, because I know of them. But I like there's another one that I couldn't name any song. But obviously, I really like this one, because coming in at number 26 is The Jam with Going Underground. Oh, great band. One of the great bands ever. When when I think power trios, I think of the Jam, like uh, like a handful of other bands, but they're in there. They're yeah. my top ten power trio bands. When yeah. I did that. That was that was episode number three of all time yeah. on Rock Strikes Ten, and uh, they're on a great roll at this point, And this is a great example of that. So mm-hmm. why waste time? Here's the Jam. So turn it up. You should. Too much. 
there you go. The greatness of the jam there, going underground. That was a single-only release from, mm. from the year 1980. Not on a proper studio, but hey, what do you want? Once again, England. I remember, I, I, I want to say this was on, yeah, one word, right? <laughs> I want to say that this is on one of those Tom Snyder, I think the Tom Snyder Punk Rock and New Wave DVD set, which is a, a really cool set if you're a fan of the era. Yeah. And they were doing like a round table, and they had like Bill Graham on there, and uh, uh, Kim Fowley and, and some other people. Mm-hmm. And they were talking about this new thing, punk rock. And you know <laughs> they're, they're getting the information kind of secondhand because they're not over there, and they're still hearing stories about the sex pistols a year after the pistols have probably even broken up yeah then they spit on the audience and all this stuff mm-hmm. and bill graham's kind of the rep of like the old guard because he's been promoting shows since like the hate ashbury era right and uh you know Fally's on there he's kind of the new guy on the street but even though he's been around for as long as bill graham but he's kind of changing his image and evolving so he's not old you know yeah. and uh so bill graham's on there and it's fun to watch those shows because the lapels you can go hang gliding off of them, you yeah. know, and uh, and they're all smoking and it's just yeah. weird late night television. Yeah. I heard Bill Graham say, "Well, the I don't like punk rock, but I, I've that jam band is pretty good." Yeah. Like, I was like, "Of course, obviously you haven't seen a picture of them. They're freaking mods. Like right. they look like the Who or the Kinks because yeah. that's what they listen to, and yeah. that's pretty much what they played just because they were young." And you know, I, I don't hear a lot of. I hear a little bit of punk in there. A little bit, yeah. 80s punk, 70s, 80s punk. So I feel like maybe, I don't know if they liked getting lumped in with that even. They were just a great rock and roll band. Yeah, I mean, it's hard. Because they are a band that's kind of, they kind of tread that line between different sounds, you know, I guess. Yeah. Because they sound very British and their vocal delivery, too. It's always kind of hard to categorize things like that. And I I often wonder, like, if bands are kind of, I mean, because I understand that you have to, like, categorize for whatever. For marketing purposes. For marketing, yeah. yeah. But as an artist, I wouldn't think that you'd want to be lumped into things like that. Yeah. So, and like Paul Weller, the stuff he does today is not even remotely resembling punk or even anything he did with the jam. So, yeah. it's just one of those things. Yeah. So. All right. But let's move on, Chris. What do we got? Into number 25. This is a. It's kind of a gimmicky song, I guess. It's very super, definitely 80s. It's Turning Japanese by The Vapors. Ah, yes. One of Alice Cooper's all-time favorite songs. Is it? Yeah. Like, he usually almost always takes the opportunity to mention that on any list I've seen him do on his iTunes one and and stuff like that. So he's like, it's just one of those songs. It's so 80s. Yeah. (laughs) But, yeah, yeah, why not, right? Yeah, uh, it's fun. I like it. Yeah. And, you know, maybe I'm not telling most of you something you don't already know, but you you know what the song's about, right, Chris? Yeah, but the the guy that wrote it denies that. (laughs) He he does. But you've heard the lyrics, right? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yeah. So there you go. Anyway. Judge for yourself. Sure, sure, yeah. And uh, as apropos on uh, Chris's Bon Voyage, I can't, uh, Boin. Did you know I'm not French, Chris? I can't I, say bon voyage like any no better can't. than that. <laughs> no, you cannot. And I did know that. But if there was any doubt in my mind, I think you just proved it right there. Yeah. Oof. <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to cut this up, trying. but I'll, I'll figure it out. Thanks I'll figure trying. this out. Sure. But, uh, well, while I sign up for grammar lessons, here <laughs> is The Vapors with Turning Japanese.
apropos chris you're you're moving to japan for a little bit here yeah so this will send you along nicely of course right with (laughs) you think they like you think they like this song in japan i don't can you ask while you're over there (laughs) do you like this song from 1980 random people we do like a man on the street thing like on howard stern like do you like the song turning a little boom box with me and a little little microphone and camera and sure just like ambush people in the street i'm sure that'll go over really well 16 year olds with beats on that only know edm you know like i've never i've never heard this song this is offensive (laughs) i have no sense of humor about anything you can't make fun of this 
It kind of is offensive. Like, when you think of, like, the reasoning of the guy that came up with the theory that we were talking about. Yes. It's pretty racist. Sure. It's it's very... It's good, clean racism from the old <laughs> sure. days. I guess. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. Uh, so, I found some fun facts about the vapors during the song. I, 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 like I said, I always admit when I don't know a factoid offhand, mm. and I find out while we're listening to the song, just to kind of waste time and... And whatever and I, I'm trying, I always try to find something interesting to say. <laughs> right, so to waste here's time. here's something interesting. <laughs> here is that Dave Fenton, the singer of the band, is now an entertainment lawyer. Not not the best fact I've ever pulled out for a show. Right. But here's a couple of more that are way better. Okay. okay. So better pri- than that, better than better than the fact the guy's an entertainment lawyer. So we just played the jam. Yeah. The bass player Bruce Foxton mm. discovered the Vapors. Oh. There's, there you go, back to back, and you, you did, yeah. and you, hey, yeah, I you, meant to do that, of yeah, course. Did you? Yeah. yeah. I was wondering if you would find that, but I meant to do that. <laughs> yeah, and another one, another member of the Vapors, a guy named Edward Basilgit. Okay. Sure. <laughs> he he got into production work, worked for the BBC, did a couple of documentaries, and just as of this year, directed a, a pair of episodes for Doctor Who. Oh, all right. So there you go. A little where are they now on some of the vapors out Very there? Cool. Yeah, yeah. So they did not just fall away into the mist, right. like like their name would suggest. Yeah, okay. Vapors. Yeah, right, I got it. Yeah. Say, yeah. Okay. So uh, let's get me out of here, Chris. What we got <laughs> right. coming up here? Uh, well, let's just go right into number twenty-four. This is Tom Waits with Mr. Siegel. Ah, oh. love this song. Probably my. It might be my favorite Tom Waits song ever. Really? And usually, if someone says recommend a Tom Waits album, I don't go to later and i don't go too early mm. heart attack and vine this record is uh is, is greatness and uh yeah it, when i hear this song mm. uh, you know chris I, I i know i've told you this a handful of times you may not believe me because I, i'm not that good at it anymore but uh i used to be a pretty decent piano player mm-hmm. when i was a kid sure. like before i even got to the double digits i was way better yeah. than i was when i got into the double digits right when I hear a song like this, it makes me want to learn how to play like good old stride style piano. Yeah. If I learn one more song on the piano in my lifetime, it will be this song. Mm-hmm. So, until then, enjoy this. I've played this maybe twice already on the show, but <laughs> I will continue to play it as much as I want because I love it. And it's a song I never want to end. Matter of fact, it just fades out. I yep. would just like to think that he just did this for a half hour in the mm-hmm. studio. So, the iconic. The, the the one of the top five songwriters of all time in Joey's opinion right here yeah. is Tom Waits with Mr. Siegel. I've been on my money Mexican Shot the morning in the back with my red wings on. Told the sun it better go back down. Then I can find a book of matches. I'm going to burn this whole 
I've told like a lot of my Tom Waits riffs here on on the air. Mm. I don't think I've ever done my Waits impression, but I might have to do a little theater here for you, Chris. <laughs> All right. Um, do you remember? I know we saw it together in a the theater. I've pretty much seen. Uh, all of the movies from like the first 25 years of my life with Chris, probably, let's say roughly. Okay. So we went to go see this movie in the late 90s that I enjoyed, and I still enjoy, called Mystery Men. Yeah, yeah. You remember that movie, Chris? Mm-hmm. You remember the Tom Waits was in it? Uh, vaguely. He's the arms dealer. Okay. That supplies yeah, yeah. them with all their crazy weapons, because he's mm. one of those guys who wears goggles and he builds weird bombs. Right. <laughs> so... There's this really... You see him early on in the movie, so they kind of establish that he's around. He's, they're, they're in this like weird, like old folks like like dance party or something, you know? It's like neon yeah. all over the place, and that's where they have kind of their first uh, scene. Yeah. So 
There's uh, you have to get the Mystery Men DVD just for this. There's a deleted scene in it with mm-hmm. an extended scene of Tom Waits in that party, mm-hmm. and Tom is is sitting on a couch with an elderly woman, and he's hitting on her. Mm-hmm. Now Tom is not elderly, especially at this point. He might be getting there now, but right. but then this lady is obviously way older than him. So that's the bit. Right. Have you seen this scene by the I way? I don't think so. I've gotta, gotta look this up. Anybody maybe can YouTube this, sure, I suppose. Yeah. So he sit on the couch and he's just like, "Hey, um, why don't we, uh, you know, go back to your place?" And she's like, "Oh, well, you know, um, I have a, I have a roommate, you know." And he goes, "Bonus." <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. A little nice. Rock Strikes Ten Theater nice. for you. I'm only gonna do deleted scenes. Nice. Thank you, thank you for the. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, my yeah. first applause. That's good. <laughs> Anybody else want to send me a Tom Waits uh, request? Just uh, yeah. just send it over. In or just mail. just send him lines that you want him to read in the Tom's Tom Waits voice. There you and go. He'll do that. We're the Tom Waits deep thought of yeah. the week. Yeah. I, I, if I'm not ripping off Decibel Geek with their Gene Simmons deep thought yeah. too much, but uh, I think I can get the corner on that mark. Sure. Yeah, why yeah. not? I'm make it make it so. All right. From Heart Attack and Vine to... Uh, this song, you were just talking about movies. Well, we talk about movies a lot, so I guess sure, that's not yeah. a very great segue. But this eh. this song I actually know best from a movie that's not really that old. It's it's getting there now, I guess. The remake of Dawn of the Dead. Ah. At the end, there's a song. This is number 23. This is People Who Died by the Jim Carroll Band. Yes. Uh, the the now late Jim Carroll, uh, poet, punk rock musician. Mm-hmm. Uh, his records are very underrated, actually. This is really the only song people know by Jim Carroll, but they should definitely do themselves a favor and dig around yeah. for some Jim Carroll band stuff. Uh, you know, a better poet than Jim Morrison ever was, in yeah. my opinion. Yeah. But uh, you know, hey, whatever. Uh, but hey, never get sick of this song. Yeah, this is one you definitely want to turn up as loud as you can. Jim Carroll Band, People Who Died. Just had a clue, he was 12 years old. Fell from the roof on East 29. Kathy was 11 when she pulled the plug. 26 reds and a bottle of wine. Bobby got leukemia, 14 years old. He looked like 65 when he died. He was a friend of mine. Those are people who died, died. Those are people who died, died. In upper Manhattan, flying Vietnam, bullet in the head, Bobby O.D. on Drano on the night that he was wet. There were two more friends of mine, two more friends that died. From a cell in the tombs Judy jumped in front of a subway train Eddie got slid in the jugular vein And Eddie, I miss you more than all the others And I salute you, brother
But Herbie sure gave Tony some, some fish and fruit. And Herbie said, Tony, can you fly? But Tony couldn't fly. Tony died. There you go, the Jim Carroll Band from the album Catholic Boy from that year that we are discussing at, at almost ad nauseum, 1980. Yes. But the great people who died. Yeah, what else? What else to say? Yeah, he kind of says it all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, and like yeah. I didn't know, like you said, it was a true story. And just talking during it is like kind of an upbeat sounding song, but just musically, you know. But, yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah. So if you, and if you haven't seen the Basketball Diaries movie, I do recommend that. But mostly as a whole, it's 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 one of those great movies that's super depressing, but yeah. I still would recommend it. So Check they tried to ban it uh, later on because really? he uh, there's a fancy sequence about a school shooting, and so people uh, people would go after that a lot. Retroactively and, try to yep shut it down. Yeah, so that's probably why it hasn't Dumb. really gotten re releases since then, but. I I, I, I recommend the movie. It's 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 important stuff that should be seen. It's a good uh, just say no yeah. <laughs> for sure. So, all right, 
going in here. What we got? Upbeat, downbeat? What we got? Uh, I guess kind of upbeat. This is number 22. This is the band that you introduced me to not too long ago, actually. Oh, uh, I think I know who this is. What is Can it? I guess? Yeah. Is it the Angels? Angel City? Angel City, yes. Yes! Which, uh, if you're in Australia, it's the Angels. If you're in America, it's Angel City. Gotcha. Just to do the disclaimer there. Yeah. But, God. This is, is it? Take a Long Line is the song. Oh, man. Yeah, I never get sick of this song either. Man, it's just going to keep getting better and better. I think so. As we go on. Yeah, I, I can't believe that... When I hear this band, I'm just like, man. I just recently read a classic rock magazine article on, on the Angels, and they basically say the same thing about a lot of Australian bands. They just didn't really commit to leaving Australia and, and like, really doing the crawl. You know, like, yeah. they're like, ACDC had the wherewithal to go to England and then go to America. Yeah. And a lot of these bands, they, they tried, but they just, they didn't really commit to it. They didn't yeah. want to, you know, Australia is apparently this real beautiful place, so maybe that's a lot. Maybe it's just kind of a vortex, you know, where it's like, you don't really want to leave for a long time, and you want to stay, or you have a home there, but yeah. that that's my theory, because there's a lot of great Australian rock and roll out there that's just never been heard by a, the, a mass audience. Yeah. So, and this yeah. is, in my opinion, the number one example of that. So... Uh, for those of you new to the show, if this is your first episode, this should be at least your sixth episode. All right. Uh, but go start that countdown again. But this is one you really have to turn up as loud as you can, and because uh, it's just one of the, one of my favorite rock and roll songs now of all time. So, oh, nice. The Angels, Angel City, take a long line.
from the album. I know it to be from the album Face to Face. That was the Angels or Angel City, depending on where you live. With Take a Long Line, ugh, get that record and then just go from there. Just one of the one of the coolest catalogs you can discover that you can turn your friends on to, and you look like a a, a big musicologist just for knowing this one band. Yeah, I mean, right. this this will gain trust. <laughs> I've seen it happen. <laughs> so, all right. Uh, where do God? What's what's next? I can't even imagine. I mean, we've done Mr. Siegel. We've done Take a Long Line. Yeah. What are we doing here? Uh, well, number twenty-one. This is the last song of this block, uh, episode six of this countdown. And just like number thirty, the first song on here was pretty famous. This one's pretty famous too, Ooh, by okay. a very very famous band. This is Blondie with Rapture. Ah, yes. So, for those of you who may not know, the first. Ever uh, technically the first ever rap song that ever charted in America was done by a white girl from Brooklyn. <laughs> so here you go, closing off the show here today in fine fashion. This is Blondie, and one of their biggest hits of all time, Rapture. Stop. 
you keep on eating cars. Then, when there's no more cars, you go out at night and eat up bars where the people meet. Face to face, dance cheek to cheek. One to one, man to man, dance toe to toe. Don't move too slow, cause the man from Mars is through with cars. He's eating bars, yeah, wall to wall, door to door. try this at home do not try to eat bars or guitars i, or, I don't know yeah. where that comes from yeah. but I, it all... <laughs> I like the i like the rap i just like the ridiculousness yeah. of it and it's very freeform sounding yeah. like it just happened the fact that this song is one thing and then halfway through they kind of 
kind of stop and then it turns into a rap song it's yeah. just it keeps going and it keeps going and it keeps going yeah i love that it's essentially a disco song that happens to be a rap song which yeah. is basically how rap started well, it anyway. turns into a rap song it's not yeah. like it's that way the whole way through sure yeah yeah it's it's uh it's got two two distinct parts to it for yeah. sure so and uh, at least debbie still gets to show off her vocal prowess on yeah. there but uh yeah okay so i was gonna talk about this during the song but i said let's save it for the save it for the air here sure those of you who are familiar with the video to Rapture, and if not, of course, you know where to go if you haven't seen it. We've said it a million times on the show already, but... Okay, there's a, there's a part at the beginning where you see a guy in the background uh, spray-painting the walls, mm-hmm. and he does look towards the camera, mug for the camera for a second. That's actually Fab Five Freddy, mm-hmm. who now... Uh, he, uh, he, you know, I he still is in the scene, you know, and I, I like that. I like that the yeah. old school guys are still kicking around and keeping the old school scene alive. So I remember him from Yo MTV Raps. And yeah, he was friends. He was one of the crossover friends, as they like to say. Like he, Blondie took him to CBGBs, and then ah. he took Blondie to the to the rap clubs, you know, and that's kind of yeah. co-mingling. And I, I like that. That's sure. that's what's cool about that scene. Then and uh, art does cool things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so he's in the video, right? Yep. But they say Fab Five Freddy. That's like the first thing she says when she starts rapping. Right. But in the video, when she says Fab Five Freddy, she's talking to a guy who's spinning records as a DJ. But that's not Fab Five Freddy. We've already seen him. Yeah. It's Jean-Michael Basquiat, the famous painter. Yeah. Right. So okay. isn't it weird that the guy that's painting... <laughs> yeah. That she... Well, she called Basquiat Fab Five Freddy, essentially, in the right. video. But... You would figure if someone's going to paint something on the wall, it would be him. It would be yeah. him, and not Fab Five Freddy should be the DJ because he is right. <laughs> so they roll reverse. Yeah. Why? Maybe I. I don't know. <laughs> I Maybe mean, they did that on purpose. I Maybe guess. just to torture people like you that would notice it. I guess I've just I've never understood it. So I'm sure they get asked every now and then about yeah. that. But anyway, fun facts there, you know. Nice. So, all right. That's that's it. Oh that's yeah, it. we're we're at the end of part six. Yeah, Hell, look. Join us on the next two parts. We're gonna wrap up the eighty from eighty, number twenty through number one. It should be exciting. I have no idea. I mean, like I know the songs I put on there, but as we go on, I just don't remember kind of now. It's been yeah. weeks, right. so I'm excited as you are to hear the top twenty that Chris has picked out. Until then, catch up with all the other shows on rockstrikes ten dot cnjradio.com. And there we have the links to the Facebook and the Twitter and all that good stuff. Send me a personal message right on the wall of the Facebook. Tell me what you liked and what you didn't like and all that all that jazz. And uh, what else? Oh, yeah, extra special thanks to Pete and the guys from Space Beard for the awesome outro song. We really appreciate it. And go to Facebook.com slash Band for all additional information and tell them the Rock Strikes 10 sent you. Chris, hmm? until the next episode, have fun. Bye.